0: In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about if you should hide brand logos in your videos, and if you do have a lot of logos showing up in your videos, how you might be able to make some money or even get free things by not hiding the logos in your videos. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you'll learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. What is going on? My name is Nick. If this is your first time here, I do want to let you know that the comments from this show are pulled from the comment section of my YouTube channel or from the form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, head over to commentsovercoffee.com, put your question in the form there. And as long as I haven't answered it here before, I will put it in the queue. I also want to let you know that if you are a content creator and you want to know the best things to use for all aspects of content creation and the business around creating content, head over to bestcreatortools.com. It's a personal list. It's basically a list that I've curated of all of the things that you can use for your YouTube channel. I've basically sifted through all of the junk over my years of doing YouTube, and it's my list of, like, the good stuff that I found uh, that you can use. Some of it's paid. Some of it's free. Um, Some of it's just resources, some of it's informational, but all of the stuff um, around your YouTube channel, you can find that at bestcreatortools.com. Okay, so our question today is from Chris at North Summit Studio. Chris says, I've started to dedicate more time to making videos for my furniture making slash woodworking business, and I'm wondering since tools and gear are big in woodworking, as with a lot of other hobbies, should I make any effort to highlight or hide brands of tools that I use in my videos? Do brands just consider this free advertising? Do they like the fact that you're showcasing their tools and therefore may reach out for a sponsorship? Do other brands get put off because you're using another brand of tool and not theirs? So thank you for the question there, Chris. I appreciate it. And this is a really fun question. And the reason that this is a fun question is because absolutely, (laughs) brands love the free advertising without question. But with that, there are some things that I believe that you should do In this particular situation, regardless of the type of content that you make, if you have specific products that you're using on a regular basis, I really recommend that you reach out. Don't wait for them to reach out to you. Reach out to the companies who you're using their products. Basically, you want to put together a media kit and you want to connect with everybody in the industry on LinkedIn around the type of content that you make. And you also want to publish your videos there as well so that they can see the quality of your content and see all the things that you're using inside of your videos but you basically want to approach them. So what I recommend is first that you make all those connections on LinkedIn um, while you're getting your media kit together. And if you're not familiar with the media kit, basically it's just a document that you send them or it could be a page on your website depending on how you structure everything. But it's basically a kit of information that contains your demographic info, information about your audience, um, information about what it is that you're actually trying to accomplish on YouTube, any accolades that you might have around your channel, that sort of thing um, specifics about the type of content that you make. Maybe even mentioned the mission that you happen to be on. So you can kind of get the person reading it on your side of things and that whole thing. But basically in a nutshell, that's what a media kit is, but you can of course Google that um, to get a lot more information on media kits and how to set them up and things like that. But I really recommend that you do go through that process because if you start sending out emails and you start sharing with people, especially if you're getting views. Now, if you're not getting a lot of views yet and by a lot of views, you know, if you're not getting like a thousand views of video yet, then you might want to wait on this just a little bit, unless you have a really good plan in terms of, you know, marketing and promotion for the content that you're reaching out to them for. But what I recommend in this situation is that you actively go after sponsorships because if you have tools that you're using on a regular basis like you mentioned, you know, you're giving them free advertising right now. So if they say no, you're still going to continue to use their tools, but you should go ahead and open up those relationships. And it doesn't matter what type of content you make, if you're doing woodworking or if you're doing crafting or if you're doing tech or if you're doing anything like that, even if you're doing, you know, personal health, you know, maybe you're doing hygiene content, you know, reach out to the companies that make deodorant and hair care and all that stuff and start trying to build those relationships. Now, when you do this, Right out of the gate, you're probably going to get a lot of people that are you know, not going to be that interested. They might not even reply to you. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to get on their radar, let them know that you make that type of content so that as you progress through time, you're on the radar. So as you start to pick up some momentum on your channel, hopefully somebody will notice. And that brings me to the next step in this, which is, like I mentioned before, connecting with everybody on LinkedIn and also sharing your content there. So a friend of mine and somebody that I work with, he has a YouTube channel talking about electric car content. Um, he's a really good friend of mine, so you'll hear me mention him um, here on the show You know a lot. But basically with him, he has a lot of CEOs of major car brands watching his content on a regular basis. And a lot of that has come from him sharing his content on LinkedIn in addition to his YouTube channel. And he's also connected with, you know, the other manufacturers and all of the marketing people and PR people and, you know, all the people that can help kind of move things forward with what it is that he's doing and connect him to the right people when when it's needed. Um, He's made connections with all those people. And every time he goes to events and things like that, he's always trying to meet up with other people in the industry that he's connected to on LinkedIn and that sort of thing. So he's trying to build those relationships. But basically the reason I'm telling you about him is because By him sharing his content on LinkedIn, that kind of helps put him on the radar even more than being a a force, so to speak, in that particular niche on YouTube. So it just helps him stay at top of mind and get even more exposure to the people that can be possible sponsors for him for his YouTube channel. Now, another reference that I wanna give you, um, three more actually, that are a little bit more in line with your actual type of content, Chris, And those are Stu and a live stream. We had a situation where it was like, do it for Stu. But basically Stu does uh, concrete work. And with Stu, what he did is he started reaching out to the companies where he was using their stuff. And really quickly, they started hooking him up with free things. So because of that, he was able to stop coming out of his own pocket for the money that he was spending on all the things that he was using for his business and to make his YouTube videos. And he was able to get a product sponsorship, which is basically where the companies will just give you stuff so that people can watch you or see you using it in your videos. So you can take that approach. You also have people like Paul Peck, who I believe has taken the same route. And I think that Paul also adds to this where he does affiliate marketing as well. And I think Stu also does. And that's another thing that I want to recommend to you, because if you do have these things, you can be monetizing just by recommending those things in your video description, letting people know, this is what I'm using in this video. I have a link to it down in the description of this video. And just be aware that if you are putting those links down in your video description, that you do have to use an affiliate disclaimer to let people know this is a FTC requirement. It's to let people know that you are recommending the product. However, that if they do buy something, you will get a commission from that. So that's just an FTC requirement, not a YouTube requirement, but I just wanted to bring that to your attention if you are going to go the affiliate route. But if you're clearly using products in your videos, then at the very least, you should be putting affiliate links in your description. In addition to that, another example I'm going to give you is uh, Roger Wakefield, the expert plumber. And in his situation, because he also does stuff to where things are on screen all the time, he constantly has opportunities to showcase the products of companies that are in his industry. And I just found out at Social Media Marketing World that Roger is getting a six figure deal for a sponsorship. And I think on his YouTube channel, I think right now I'm actually going to pull him up really quick, but I think on his YouTube channel right now, I think he's got maybe 50,000 subscribers. No, he's got 30,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel and, uh, and he's pulling a six figure sponsorship from some plumbing company. So just as a heads up on that in terms of just the possibilities that are out there, if you actually take the initiative like Roger did, if you actually take the initiative and start trying to build those connections. Now, the difference here is Roger literally goes to all of the social media conferences, he's at all the video conferences, he's out there in all the plumbing conferences, like he's out there, he's a relationship building machine. <laughs> he's so good at it. And those are the types of actions or activities that can lead you into a situation to where you are getting you know, those major sponsorships or that you are at the very least getting hooked up with free equipment and free gear for whatever type of content it is that you make to help kind of absorb the costs of making the content itself. Hopefully you found that helpful. I would love to know your thoughts about the show. If you get a chance, please leave a written review. Let me know what you think about the show. Um, At the very least, you shoot me an email. You know, let me have some feedback just so I can make sure that you are getting value from these podcasts that I'm putting out. And to learn more about YouTube and online video, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, Make sure that you do that. And I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.